0: It's been a week, a crazy week, shifting of plans. There's just, there's a lot going on, but I needed a break from my own life and we are just going to get into all things the universe today, okay? I, especially when setbacks come along or things don't go the way you plan them to, I really rely on this like deep faith that I have that the universe puts setbacks in front of us and things that we feel like we can't control in front of us to make us stronger and to teach us things and to make us realize what we actually want from this life. So, okay, so this book, The Alchemist, you've heard me talk about it a hundred times and I'm going to keep talking about it. It's up there in one of my favorite books, Right with the Untethered Soul. I'm I'm obsessed with this book. It's so good. But the whole premise of the book is that the universe is constantly working in your favor and wants to help you achieve your, the book calls it your personal legend. I just take that as all of your hopes, dreams, wishes, desires in in this life, which I think is a really beautiful message, especially when you are at a dark place or at, you know, I just had an experience that I was so incredibly excited about and I've, I waited my entire life for, and it happened, I got it, and I realized that I don't know if it's what I really wanted at this point in my life, um, which is really, really scary. I, I keep going back to that moment in, this is really stupid, but like in the end of Tangled, where Rapunzel and Flynn, this is so stupid, Rapunzel and Flynn are sitting in the boat, okay? And she's all like worried. And he's like, what's wrong? She's like, I have waited for this moment my entire life, my whole life. What if it's not everything that I dreamed it would be? And then what if it is? What do I do next? Which we can talk about achieving dreams and figuring things out and fulfilling our desires in this life. But no one really talks about how scary that can be. How like when you're right on the precipice of this next big move in your life, this next big thing, how truly terrifying it can be to take that next step, to move into the ne- that next phase because it it might not be what you wanted it to be. I have spent the last three days just crying my eyes out and feeling all of the emotions and trying to experience them but not get attached to them and just let my body work through and and heal itself. But it's so difficult when you finally get that one thing that you've been waiting for your entire life and then it's just, it's really not what you thought it was going to be. It didn't turn out the way that you thought it would be. That's scary. That's really scary and it's it's kind of heart it's it's a sense of heartbreak in and of itself when you've pined after this and looked forward to it and saved up for it and done all of the checklist things and it's just it's really, really scary that that one thing could completely just shift your entire mindset um, but I think our ability to redirect from these setbacks and to not stay stuck with that one narrative like we talked about last week, like this whole idea of the narrative that we have to follow for ourselves. I, for my whole life, have lived this, this one narrative thinking that I would, I, that was just me, that's how I was, that's, you know, whatever, this is the one thing in my life that I wanted and I needed. And over the past three days, I realized maybe it's not. Maybe this narrative that I've, I've seen myself as, it's not good, it's not bad, it, it just is, isn't actually the thing that I was meant to have, at least at this point in my life. Um, but I am a firm, firm believer in setbacks being lessons and that in every experience that we have, there is something to be learned from it, which in the moment is really hard. When you're at your wits end and you're just a complete emotional mess, it's hard to like take a step back and look at the big picture and not think like, oh my God, what the fuck am I going to do now? Like that, that's so overwhelming. But I, over the past few days, have kind of fallen back on this idea that like, okay, this is happening for a reason. This is going to teach me a lesson. There is something good that's going to come out of this. And I think that's one of the most comforting things that you can do for yourself is build up that mindset of every single setback, every single thing that happens to you is happening to you to, to teach you something and to really progress you further into the life that you're actually meant to live. I think it's such an important lesson too to learn in your God, I'm in my twenties now. That's crazy. I turned twenty like like two months ago and I it hasn't even said in that I'm in my twenties. Um but I think as we're we're growing up or even at any point in your life where you're you're in a growth phase, it's really hard to discover who you are and what you want without trying these things and without experiencing them firsthand to say, oh, wait a minute. This is not what I thought it was going to be. This is not what I wanted it to be. And that it's okay if it's not. That was the big thing that I really struggled with over the past week and really even over the past few years of getting something that I've wanted, that I've I've looked forward to, and realizing that it's not really what I thought it was gonna be, and it's not really what I thought that I wanted. And accepting that fact and being like, okay, just because this isn't what I wanted, it's gonna lead me to like closer to the thing that I want, if that makes sense. I don't know. I just, I'm trying to pull things from things that I've learned. And, you know, I've worked on myself so hard the past two years, and then when something like fucks everything up, it's so hard to not fall back into the old patterns of, oh, well, the, the just getting angry and getting mad and being frustrated. It's so hard to rely on like, okay, these are my my skills that I've built up. these are the the things that I whatever. But especially now, I'm really trying my hardest to pay attention to signs that source God, whatever you want to call him, her are are giving to me, okay? this is one of my big ones. I love opening a book to a random page. I think it's like one of the greatest ways that we can communicate with source is using books and, of course, astrology, but like I love using a good spiritual book or just any book in general, opening up to a random page, reading that page, and realizing that it's the exact message that I needed to hear, okay? So I did this with the Alchemist*. I'm going to read you this, this page that is just, it's so incredibly perfect. The land was ruined and I had to find some other way of earning a living. So now I'm a camel driver, but the disaster taught me to understand the word of Allah. People need not fear the unknown if they are capable of achieving what they want and need. We are afraid of losing what we have, whether it's our life, our possessions, our property. But this fear evaporates when we understand that our life stories and the history of the world were written by the same hand. Sometimes the caravan met with another, one always had something the other needed, as if everything were indeed written by one hand. It's just so interesting to me that I I picked up that book randomly and I opened up to that page and it just happened to be exactly what I needed to hear of this idea that things can be completely destroyed, completely everything that you've worked for can be completely burnt to the ground. But the idea that the one greater than all of us planned for that to happen and knew that was going to happen and has given us all of the tools and skills and things that we need to come back from that, I find that so incredibly comforting in, in that idea that, yes, I don't care what you believe, I really don't, but the fact that there is someone greater than us that is guiding every move and our every way and that our our spirits guides or our angels are are with us and how we look for omens too. That was a big thing in this book and the alchemist was searching for omens and the kid had like two stones in his pocket and one was yes and one was no. It's just it's so it's so interesting to me how we can pick up on small little things throughout our lives and learn from them but also use them to get us closer to what we want and and make decisions based on that. So another thing from this book that I've derived is that a person's only job in their life is to discover their personal legend, which obviously you guys know I'm very big on. Um, In this society that we live in, in this constant go-go-go environment and everyone has to be doing something at every point and if you don't go to this school, or if you don't have this job, you're deemed unsuccessful. And if you don't really know what you're doing, you're you're confused and you're lost and you're blah, blah, blah. And that's like looked at as a bad thing. I find that so incredibly beautiful when someone is at a point where they're they're at a crossing roads. Right? There's there's two different paths that they could take, and either path might have good things on it, but it's discovering which path is meant for you meant for that person. And there's such freedom in that to me, of the ability to choose which path you want to be on and to choose what you want for your life. Truly, like we we all can choose what we want for our lives and even at the the deepest darkest moments, you still have the ability to rewrite whatever's coming next. And you have the ability to sit down, think about the things that you want, think about the the journey that you're on so far, and and glean from that what you want to do next. And it's scary, it's terrifying. <laughs> like, I yesterday questioned the entire course of my life, the entire path that I was on, the like everything that I had done up until this point, I felt like it was for absolutely nothing. And in that moment, I'm catastrophizing everything, okay? I'm at DEFCON CON 10. I'm like, holy fuck. Like, what what am I gonna do? I literally spent all of yesterday crying. Like, like, literally. Like, I, I I couldn't eat anything. I was so sick and nauseous. I was in a just a deep state of panic the entire day, okay? But what did I do when I was in that panic moment? It's what you do in those panic moments that are really gonna make the difference, okay? First, I, I let my feelings out, okay? I cried it out. I experienced it all. I felt it all. I could feel it throughout my entire body, the energy rushing, the feelings of, of guilt and of fear and anxiety, all of it. I felt all of it, and I didn't want to suppress it because I knew that it needed to come out so I could move past it. Because when you just try and push it down and pretend like everything's fine, that's when it's going to kick you in the ass later. So I felt everything, right? And then I lean back on the skills that I've learned, okay? So I did so much freaking yoga, it's ridiculous. I went outside in nature, I sat under a tree, I felt the breeze, I felt the warm sun, I listened to the crickets outside, and I did like 25 minutes of alternate nostril breathing, okay? Because that's a skill that I've acquired that really brings me a lot of peace. So I did my alternate nostril breathing, I meditated to really get into a deep zone, and I did a moving meditation because my mind was kind of all over the place and I needed the movement to anchor me. And I tried my hardest to feel everything, but also recognize that those feelings are fleeting, that they will pass, that better things will come and that I do need to feel those feelings in that moment. But if I'm able to learn from them and move past them and feel them fully deeply inside of me to the point where I'm like physically ill, I know that I felt them enough and that I can then move on and try and at least feel better and to have trust in the fact that, you know, the the writer of universe, I like to think of like God or source is like, he's just scripting out everything and writing a little book and that he knows all of the bumps and he knows all of the setbacks and, and that she knows everything that's going to happen to us in our lives. And that it's all a lesson to make us stronger and to bring us closer to the path that we're meant for really leaned in on that yesterday, okay? I just think the the words of this book, okay? But the disaster taught me to understand the word of Allah. People need not fear the unknown if they are capable of achieving what they need and want. Going into new situations is scary. Experiencing new things is scary. But you're going to know and you're going to feel if that new situation is right and if it's meant for your life or if it's a lesson. I think it can be so confusing when you're in a moment of like freaking out. You have no idea what to do next and you can't tell if what you're feeling is just aversion to something new or if it's a lesson on this is not something I actually wanted. It's So difficult to navigate those moments. It's so hard when you're in that state of panic to think about okay, is this like, am I just freaking out because this is a new situation that I've never experienced before? Or am I freaking out because this is my body and my soul telling me that this is really not right and this is really not going to work? It takes practice, I'm telling you. It takes a lot, a lot of practice, but it's guess it's worth it in the end i don't really know guys i i don't i'm trying to take everything that i've learned and and use it to my benefit but i can't tell you how hard it is to have put so much time and so much effort in exploring the spiritual realms and going deep into your soul and doing all of the shadow work and healing all of your past trauma from your childhood and growing up and then like being right back in the thick of it and feeling like all of the progress that you've made was completely wiped away by a single choice. It's a, it's a lot, okay? It's a lot. But it's also important to honor those feelings and to realize that, yes, they, they are there for a reason. I firmly believe that. I firmly Firmly believe that. So, here's the point I'm trying to make with all of this, because there's a lot, and it's it's a lot. Um, the idea that you, at any given point, have the ability to rewrite your entire life, and that nothing is permanent, everything is fixable, everything can be solved. It's something my mom and my dad have repeatedly told me over the past week. Um, is that no matter what situations we find ourselves in, no matter how deep into it we feel, there is a way out. There is always something that can be done to to fix a situation or to change your outlook. There's always something else that can be done. And even when you're at the deepest point and the most hopeless point, you still have the ability to rewrite the life that you want to live and to go explore more and learn more. It's It's a lot to do with growing up and a lot to do with change and that change fundamentally is really, really hard. No matter how you look at it, it's hard. As humans, we get used to certain things. We get used to places that we live, people that we know, experiences that we've had. We feel comfortable with those things and it's difficult being in uncomfortable situations. But there is a value in being able to navigate when an uncomfortable situation is uncomfortable just because it's new or because it's not right. And the only way that I can tell you to distinguish between the two is like really try and feel it within your gut and think about, but this is kind of stupid. I, okay. Um, over the past like six months, I've been relying, I don't know if I've told you this yet. I've been relying on like a Google flip a coin. And if it's heads, it's yes. If it's tails, it's no. Okay. I have made so many decisions based on this and the coin is always fucking right. The coin is always right. And I firmly believe that it's God speaking to me through the coin. I don't, I sound like a psychopath, but I'm telling you the coin is always fucking right. It's always right. Um, and with this specific situation, the coin was right. Okay. I flipped the coin. Like I'm telling you eight different times on Google. Okay. Right. So it's supposed to be a 50, 50 shot. And it normally is, I flipped it eight times and every single time it it turned up tails, which was that I needed to move on from the situation I had put myself in and I needed to f- find a way out of it to then move on with my life. And the peace that I felt after I did make that decision to switch paths and change courses was confirmation that I was indeed you know, making the right choice because I was... I was listening to my gut. My gut knew what I wanted and I knew when I flipped that coin eight times and it kept giving me the same answer, I was, I felt at peace with that decision, even though it was really, really hard to make, even though it was probably the hardest decision I've ever had to make in my life. And... I mean I'm like being really vague about it and I don't feel like really talking about it now because I am still in the thick of, you know, healing from it and trying to figure it out. So maybe at some point I will, you know, share the in-depth details of it, but right now we're just going to go with um being pretty vague. But essentially it's just so important for me and over what I've learned about the past about myself the past 2 years is that like kind of lengthening this relationship with your like inner self your insides your soul is going to be so beneficial in you being able to make choices that will ultimately lead to the life that you're meant to live we are handed hundreds of thousands of choices every single day and a lot of them we don't even think about but the big ones when we make those big choices it can be really hard like really really hard and you can rely on, you know, past experience from people around you, or you can listen to the advice of other people. And I had everyone around me telling me, you know, I had some people saying, oh, this is great. This is going to be such a good thing for you. And then, you know, the other half of people were like, oh my gosh, it's, that's a lot. That's something you can't, you know, it, it it's a lot. And I heard all of that and I felt all of that, but without experiencing that firsthand for myself, I wouldn't have known whether or not it was the right or the wrong choice for me and I needed to experience it and I, need to f- I had to feel all of the emotions associated with it in order to be able to pick myself up off the ground and move on and figure out what my next steps were. And I think there is such value in the fall, in the ground zero being a complete rock bottom, because you at that point have the ability to completely rewrite everything from there you can completely change everything you can completely shift your mind shift your heart shift you know to what you really really want and really desire because it why wouldn't you right why wouldn't you at that at that ground zero at that deep dark point that's where you learn that's where you learn, that's where you grow, that's where you find the depths of your soul and and search to the really deep and dark parts and have the ability to pull yourself out of that and it can be so scary when you're in the moment, believe me. <laughs> Yesterday was my it was probably the darkest day of my life. And I can say that with 100% certainty, it was the darkest day of my life. But I from that And from all of the work that I've done over the past two years today, I was able to wake up and start a new chapter, turn the page, maybe even start a different book, you know, and to connect with myself in that deep, dark point and have the comfort in knowing that from now on, you know, from that deepest, darkest realm, I have the ability to completely rewrite everything from now on. That's the, that's the real money there. That's the honoring your heart's deepest desires is to make the mistakes, to feel the mistakes so deeply and so fully that you then have the ability to, to turn the page and start a new chapter or rewrite an entire other book. <laughs> the basic point I'm trying to make here is that everything is a lesson and that this life, I firmly believe that we live hundreds of different lives and I love I love the idea in Hinduism that we our souls go through so many different physical bodies and that we are living this karmic cycle and that in each life we are learning hundreds of lessons to get closer to this spiritual enlightenment, this idea of nirvana and this ultimate blissful blissful state. I just find it so beautiful in that every single life we live or even if you translate that into this one single life that every single lesson that we learn is getting us closer to that nirvana that state of peace and it doesn't even have to be in like the actual like hindu sense of nirvana it can just be in realizing your own dreams for your life it can be you going through and making mistakes and experiencing things that you wished you never had. And that, you know, not everything is going to work out in the way that you wanted it to. And that's okay. That lesson that you learned is then going to lead you to something even better. To something even greater. And I just find so much peace in that. In, in thinking that when things work, okay, when things feel right, they flow. I firmly believe that. I believe in hard work and I believe in, you know, pushing yourself and all of that, but that that work shouldn't feel straining. It shouldn't feel like it's taking all of your energy. It should feel like you are using your resources to, you know, push you further into this life, okay? And that when something is right, it's going to feel right and it's going to flow within you. And even if it's going to be uncomfortable and difficult, deep down, there's going to be something inside of you that's telling you that this is right because it's going to get you closer to where you need to be, okay? And this recent experience that I had, I was looking so deep in myself and I was like, help me figure this out, okay? Help me think, is this just... Uncomfortable because it's change? Or is this uncomfortable because my body's telling me that this is not right? That this is an experience that I needed to have to learn from and to feel deeply? Or is this, you know, is this right? Is this, it's just going to be a difficult period and I just need to give myself time to feel everything and to move past it. And It just wasn't right. It just didn't feel right in my body, in my mind. It just wasn't. And even though I had been telling myself for years, everyone around me had been telling me for years that this was something that I was going to fulfill in my life and that this was meant to be and I was always the kind of person that, that needed this. I had all of those thoughts in the back of my head of like, oh my God, this, like my entire, my 20 years of life, 20 years of life, everyone had always looked at me this certain way and said that this was going to be good for me. And, and it didn't feel right. And it wasn't. And that is so, so scary to be in that situation where you have thought for so long that it was going to be perfect. It was going to feel good. It was going to feel right. And it didn't. That's so hard to come back from. That's so hard to look at yourself in the mirror and say, "Oh my god, this is this happened." And what do I do now? You lose your sense of identity. Really. Like you you lose a piece of yourself because I don't even know if it was necessarily a piece of me or if it was a part of the puzzle piece that I put in because everyone told me that I should. But it's like um, it's completely finding a new identity, really, because you've been looked at a certain way and everyone thinks that thing about you. And then you're at this complete ground zero point where you're like, oh, my God, what do I do now? What do I, I have to I have to completely rewrite and completely change everything or did, did did this just not feel right? Do I go back and try it again? And it can be so freeing to... Be able to look within yourself and be like, okay, I I think I know what's right. I think I know what I need to do. I'm not a hundred percent sure, but like I think. It's just tough too because with this specific situation, I had so many signs. So many signs from the universe, from my spirit guides. I was seeing angel numbers all over the place and it was like like we got me and my dad got in the car to go like do this thing and There was a Bob Seger song on the radio, which was my mom's dad who passed when she was 16 that I never knew. He would would have been my grandfather. Um, And he would have thought that this decision aligned as well. And that song was playing in the car. My dad looked at me. He's like, if you're looking for a sign that this is going to work out, that's it. And two days later, to look back at all of that and be like, was I misreading that situation or was I, you know, whatever... It took a long time in the shower last night. I just, just sat on the shower floor with the water not running. It's it's a very beautiful state to be in. Like, you're just bare naked on the shower floor. You're, like, freezing because there's, like, a little bit of steam in the room, but it's, you know, you're still cold because the water's not running anymore. I've realized a lot of things in, in those moments that that bare vulnerability. Um, and in those moments, I, I think I realized that all of those signs, all of... The things that the universe was telling me to do this is because I did need to do it. I did need to make this choice, to have that experience, to feel it, and to let it rock me to my core and to, for it to take me to ground zero so I could realize what to do next. Because without that, I just would have been thinking, what if, you know? Or I would have made the decision later and it wouldn't have been in the right timing. I just, I firmly believe in divine timing. And that the universe puts these situations in front of us, that God puts these situations in our lives for specific reasons. And they're meant to happen at the time that they happen. And the real power in that, the real spirituality, is being able to figure out like, okay, I did make this choice at this time and it it was for a specific reason. And what do I learn from this now? That's what I'm like struggling with now. But I, I think I kind of figured it out, but it's okay, I was given this lesson. What do I take away from it? What's my next step? What do, I, what do I follow through with next? What do I do next? And that can be really scary. It can be really exciting. It's, it's like another step in discovering your personal legend, like in the alchemist they talk about. It's, it's all for your storyline, right? Because things can't just go. As of two weeks ago, I was like, wow, everything is going my way everything I'm experiencing is in alignment. I'm in this perfect state of flow when everything's working and all of these decisions I'm making, they're going to be good and they're going to be great and they're all going to feel good. And then I get hit with this and I'm like, oh my God, like, what have I been doing wrong? What am I, you know, you've, you have all of those moments of complete insane doubt and fear and all nine yards of it. And to be able to come out of that situation with, like, the realization of, oh, yeah, okay, everything is in flow because this situation needed to happen in order for me to discover what I'm doing next and to figure out what my next step is, which is very, very powerful to to be able to to look at a situation and think like that. I just, I think that all of our dreams are truly planted in our hearts for a reason. And I don't think that this specific dream of mine, I think it was planted in there for a reason because I needed to to learn that lesson and to to feel that and to have the the panic inside of me and to completely like just be like so upset that I was throwing up and like all, all of it, it needed to happen because I needed to learn from that. Here's another thing too this idea that we can settle for things because we think we can't really achieve what we actually want to do this what I, what i this decision that i had made okay even though it was a dream of mine even though it still is a dream of mine and i am going to do it someday i i feel like i was playing it safe and i think this is something that i i knew i could do and i knew it would make me happy but it it wasn't what I like really 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 wanted to do I was kind of using it as a little bridge to because it was a safe space it was something that I I had done you know I had been around my whole life and I had loved and you know whatever but this this okay there's a page in the alchemist I'll just read it okay the old man pointed to a baker standing in his shop window at one corner of the plaza. When he was a child, that man wanted to travel to, but he first decided to buy his bakery and put some money aside. When he's an old man, he's going to spend the money in Africa. He never realized that people are capable at any time of their lives of doing what they dream. He should have decided to become a baker, the boy said, Well, he thought about that, the old man said, but bakers are more important people than shepherds. Bakers have homes while shepherds sleep in the open. Parents would rather see their children marry a baker than shepherds. The boy felt a pang in his heart, thinking about the merchant's daughter. There was surely a baker in her town. The old man continued. In the long run, what people think about shepherds and bakers becomes more important to them than their own personal legends. The old man leafed through a book and fell to a reading page he came to. The boy waited and then interrupted the old man as he himself had been interrupted. Why are you telling me all of this? Because you were trying to realize your personal legend and you are at the point where you are about to give it all up. That page right there, I have reread a hundred times in my deepest points of doubt. And sometimes we try and play it safe. And subconsciously, I knew that what I was doing was playing it safe. I knew that this is something that would make me more comfortable. And I wouldn't have to be in more uncomfortable situations because this would make me more comfortable in them. And it it would almost hold me back from being able to do the things that I really wanted to do. But I was okay with that because it was something that I wanted. And it's like this... In the book, it's like the baker. He decides that you know he does want to travel. He does want to go out and do all of these things. But he's going to put some money aside first. And then he's going to wait and do it. And then 20 years later, he's still a baker and hasn't done all of the things that he wanted to dream about because he got comfortable. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with it. But it's the idea that if we're really trying to fulfill our lives entirely and to become our personal legends, is that we need to really take a look at the choices that we're making and see if those choices are leading us closer to the things that we want or if they're keeping us comfortable in this moment because we're too afraid to go after what we actually want. If we're too afraid of, of, you know, not playing it safe, if we're going to just keep by the books, play it safe, do the things that we think are going to make us happy and comfortable instead of the things that are really going to fulfill us and be more uncomfortable. That's the money right there is that idea that at any point, we can change our entire lives. We can. Society will tell you you can't. Your parents will probably tell you you can't. They'll, They'll say you need to make smarter financial decisions and that you need to be more stable and grounded and whatever. And there is something to be said about being stable and grounded. However, if you don't experience the unstableness And the flightiness and the head in the clouds before you get grounded, you're going to always wonder what that was like. If you play it by the books, if you play it completely safe, if you, you know, make choices and decide what's going to be comfortable for you because that's what everyone else does or that's what, you know, your parents did. And you live in that grounded state, you're never going to feel what it was like to be completely ungrounded and have no idea what you were doing with your life. And that when you realize you don't know what you're doing with your life, that's when you realize what you want to be doing. Truly. Like I'm at a point right now where I have no idea what I'm doing. I have zero plans. I have zero expectations. I'm just going to go and figure it out. And that's the most freeing thing I've ever experienced. This choice that I made last week tied me down. It it was going to keep me grounded. It was going to keep me stable. And down the line, I am going to need that. I am going to need that stability at some point. But right now, I've had stability my whole life and I, I don't want it anymore. I want to be free. I want to make stupid choices. I want to be able to go out, explore, feel things deeply, and not have to like answer to anyone for it because that's what this point in my life is about and it's not just because I'm in my 20s it can be at any age you want to be that you have the ability to just kind of drop everything and start a new chapter start a new page because if you don't if you keep continuing to play it safe there's always going to be that what if factor there's always going to be the oh what if I had done this oh what if I had you know changed my mind and done something differently and that doesn't feel good (laughs) I needed to make the choice that I made last week, that I made last week, because if I hadn't, it would have been a what if. But I needed to have that experience, to have that choice, to realize that I didn't need to be grounded just yet. That I need a year or two of just figuring it out, and it's so hard too because. Something that was holding me back that shouldn't have been holding me back from, I knew what I needed to do, but I was scared what other people were going to say about it. Because I had, I had already told a handful of people about this situation. I had told everyone what I was doing, shown pictures, done all of it. And a big part of me was like, oh my God, you've put this narrative out for everyone. And then there's going to be questions. And then there's going to be a, why didn't you do it? And you should have done this differently and whatever. And I was terrified of the response of that, of the things people were going to say behind my back and the things that you know even my family would think. But that doesn't matter because what other people are saying about me isn't any of my business. And that's a choice that I did need to make. And I needed to rewrite the narrative because it didn't feel right. But without doing it, it also wouldn't have felt right. Does that make sense? Like I, I think in life... We have to learn these lessons of being unstable and of being all over the place before we can really know for certain what we want. And we can't settle down unless we have, unless we have that crazy, you know, whatever. And for some people, that craziness is going to college and, and partying and hanging out and doing all of that stuff. And that's their journey. And that helps them figure things out. And that's amazing. I, I wish my journey looked like that. <laughs> was a bit more simple than what I feel I need to do because I know what I need to do and it's scary and it's a lot but I do need I do need to do it to fulfill my my personal legend because everyone's looks a little bit different but we're kind of all on the same course of trying to figure it out and failing and falling and pulling ourselves back up again from complete dead bottom zero and trying to rebuild from there. There's, I love that ground zero point. Like last night I was, you know, completely exhausted from all of the tears and all of the emotions and there was just so much happening. And I was sitting on the couch with my mom and we were talking and I just felt so free. Like I felt like over the past few weeks, I kind of had this burden on my shoulders and I didn't really know what it was, but I, I felt it and it I didn't know where to connect it to. And at that moment, me and my mom were, you know, we're just talking, watching Shit's Creek, hanging out, and I just felt so light and so free in that I really had the power now to figure out the next thing that I wanted to do. And that the next thing I want to do might be uncomfortable. It might be another shit decision and <laughs> it might just be a learning lesson. But you know what? Without doing it. I would never know, right? If I keep playing it safe, if I keep doing things that I've always done, there's no growth. There's no growth. You've got to go through the horrible, awful, deep, painful emotions to grow. It's where it is. Growth lies at the edge of your comfort zone, right? And I think it's important that we can learn what's our comfort zone and what's our Intuition telling us that something isn't right. Because the feelings are very similar, right? Thinking like something doesn't feel right versus being uncomfortable, it's a very similar experience. But if we have the ability and we learn through these experiences and we do them over and over again, we have the ability to change the way we're thinking, change the way we're feeling. And there's real power in that. There's real power in knowing your own emotions, coming back, pulling yourself out, and standing up stronger the next time. Guys, I am so aligned right now, it's insane, okay? I just opened another page of the book. This is the... Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay, ready? I'm going to read this to you, because it's story time today, okay? Never stop dreaming, the old king had said, follow the omens. The boy picked up Uman and Thurman, and once again, he had a strange sensation that the old king was nearby. He had worked hard for a year, and the omens were that it was time to go. "'I'm going back to doing just what I did before,' the boy thought, "'even though the sheep didn't teach me to speak Arabic. "'But the sheep had taught him something even more important, "'that there was a language in this world that everyone understood, "'a language that the boy had used throughout that time "'that he was trying to improve things at the shop.'" It was the language of enthusiasm, of things accomplished with love and purpose, as a part of the search for something believed in and desired. Tangier was no longer a strange city, and he felt that, just as he had conquered this place, he could conquer the world. When you want something, all of the universe conspires to help you achieve it, the old king had said. But the old king hadn't said anything about being robbed or about endless deserts or about people who know what their dreams are but don't want to realize them. The old king hadn't told him that the pyramids were just a pile of stones or that anyone could build one in his backyard. And he had forgotten to mention that when you have enough money to buy a flock larger than the one you had before, you should buy it. But I'm going back to the fields that I know to take care of my flock again, he said to himself with certainty. But he was no longer happy with his decision. He had worked for an entire year to make a dream come true. And that dream, minute by minute, was becoming less important. Maybe that's because it wasn't really his dream. There is so much power in the dreams that we have. And I firmly believe they're planted in our heart for a reason. But I also firmly believe that just because they're planted there doesn't mean they're going to work out. That those dreams that are in your heart, they are there for a reason. But that reason might just be to learn a lesson. It might just be that you need to meet people from that experience and to feel things and to learn. And with that dream, even though it doesn't work out and it's going to hurt and it's going to be painful, it means that you are one step closer to the, the dream that's in your heart that's really meant for you. Firmly believe it inside and out. It's one of the most powerful lessons that I've learned thus far in my life is to look at setbacks like they are an open door to something even greater than that and there is a healing period there is going to be pain it's going to be hard you're going to cry your eyes out and you're going to feel completely lost and you're going to have panic attacks and your mom's just you're going to be crying into your mom's arms and have no idea what you're doing but all of it Is going to happen because it needed to happen and it doesn't matter what everyone else says it doesn't matter the looks that you get from people or the you know the the different because everyone has their different minds it's right everyone is on their own personal journey and a lot of people aren't as in touch with themselves and is in touch with the universe so they're going to look at your choices and they're they're going to think they're you're not doing the right thing but all that matters is that you are in touch with yourself, and you are doing the things that you need to do to help you achieve your personal legend, your dreams. I just, I don't know. I don't know. I, over the past week, you know, have really not felt great. I've just, I felt sick. My body was in disease. I was just not in a really good place mentally. And I thought this decision that I was making was going to help that, and it didn't. But what it did do was it open my eyes to this idea that all of the dreams in our heart there they are planted there for a reason but the reason might just be to learn a lesson to get you closer to what you actually need to fulfill i have had a lot of realizations throughout filming this and i just looked down at the viewfinder and it was 444 so don't play it small guys don't i I made this choice, and it was playing it small. I made this, and it—I thought it felt right, but it didn't. From the moment it happened, it didn't feel right, and you have to listen to that. And it's hard when you're in the moment. I was having these feelings, and I didn't share them with, that with anyone because I thought it was just buyer's remorse, or like just—I don't know. You—you you make you have second thoughts about things. That doesn't mean that it's wrong, but. Everything will work out. I promise you. I promise you everything will work out. And if you're in a really deep, deep, dark space right now and you are just completely lost and completely confused and you're at ground zero, think about your most wildest, craziest dreams that you want to accomplish. And don't play it small, okay? Because I just made that mistake. I just played it small and I learned the lesson, which I was meant to learn, but it sucked. It was hard. And I think you're going to have to learn that lesson to, to get closer to where you want to be. But truly, you have all of the ability and all of the endless amounts of potential within yourself to fulfill all of your dreams and all of your desires and everything that you want out of this life. Because you can do it. You can. And if you don't know what your dreams are, you'll figure it out. I promise you, you will figure it out. It's life is hard. hard it's hard, but it's also so incredibly beautiful if we let it be. If we are able to take from this life the most beautiful and breathtaking experiences, if we're able to appreciate the sunlight and the blue sky and and the green trees and Mother Earth, if we're able to experience all of that and to, to read literature and to experience beautiful books like the alchemist and the untethered soul and we're able to meet incredible people and like just in this just doing this podcast i've been able to connect with so many of you that have told me your stories and it's just it warms my heart if we're able to connect with the most beautiful parts of this life and to feel them for what they are and to experience them fully it's going to lead us closer to what we're actually seeking from our lives and if you're completely lost. Like literally yesterday, I was like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I'm I'm done. I'm done. I've said that multiple times. I said, I'm done trying. I said, I'm done with this whole figuring out what I want because I don't know what I want. I do know what I want. I've known what I wanted the entire time. I just didn't think I could get there, but I can. I know for a fact I can. And I know for a fact that it's, it's what I need. Um, okay, I need to go journal now. So I suggest all of you... <laughs> Grab your journals, go write a bunch of stuff down and do like a little like yoga stretch practice, okay? Or have like a little moment of like silence and meditation. This was a lot, but I think it's coming to me at a very lucrative point, and I think you hearing it at this time is is a message. I hope it gets to the right people. it will get to the right people. I know it will. It's not like one of those like TikTok tarot card readings where it has like 167,000 likes and it's like, this message is just for you. Take what you can, give nothing back. I love you. I'll see you next week.